0: Hello everybody, welcome to Cow Daily. Um, This time I put my headphones in the wrong port, so um, nice one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Happy days, nice to see you, still happy, all that. Nice to see you joining the stream too if you're watching live. Um, Please let one away on the comments. Also, giving us an early like on YouTube would be very much appreciated because that really helps with... If you want to support work, go to patreoncom forward slash cowdaily. That's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Today, after the show, we'll be having our first patrons drop in. Um, there's, there's a link going out in the patrons forum at the link, patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Um, get the app as well, um, because that's where the forum is. But also, it's just so much easier, and it's everything Discord isn't. So really happy with the forum function on Patreon. Also, as well, just something to mention: Patreon. have done this like really dumb, like free members thing, and it seems like, um, Blind Boy was on about this the other day. It seems like it's um, like just a way for Patreon to get your email address because it doesn't get you any benefits or any of the other things. So, um, bear that in mind if you are going to sign up. I don't know why they've added that. Probably answered me in question because they want want you to want to just get your email address and it doesn't actually get you into the community. Anyway, let us see who's a boot before we go into a fun pack show. Um, as you can see, automatically patron links in the thing. Who is this? Jo- Glasgow's in. Nice to see you, pal. Joanne's in. Nice to see you. What else? Carlos. Nice to see you, old kid. Jojo's a boot. Nice to see you, pal. Big Dave Slaz, nice to see you, Slaz. That's who's in at the minute. Sweet as. Right, what we're going to talk about today, it's like a bit of a mixed bag. Like um, Zoe's just popped up before we do. Nice to see you, pal. Oh, no, you're going to miss the drop-in. Oh, that sucks, man. Never mind. Next time, everyone's a winner. So today we're talking about like a, a bit of a news roundup, really, because I just think there's a few things that uh, need to be picked up in the world of Raj and whether people to do it let's let's be honest let's dip into Planet Mental and see what they're all about. Before we do um, had a bit of a mid-level hiatus um, as I mentioned in the last show I acknowledge that I don't really take proper breaks so uh, January and in August there'll be um that kind of thing happening I think those are the best times as well it won't be the full month or anything there'll still be stuff coming out but I'll just be um, having a rest. But it's nice that we went back in the top 30 there, beating NPR shows. It's not as impressive a slide, because below that, there's loads of BBC shows, and uh, that's to, I always think of that as the thing me mum understands. <laughs> she doesn't know what NPR is. She doesn't care about deep state radio. She wants to know if I'm above Graham Norton or something. So anyway, there's a few... It was fuck, just a bit hilarious, really. People what, uh, must have been called a shill for various things many times over the years. Funniest one was the Illuminati or something. So anyway, the crystal Fashion getting desperate. It's actually the world economic corner work, work for, not the Illuminati. Hope this clears up the confusion you seem to be having. Also, um, oh, it's 3 minutes 47. All have a wonderful day until after five minutes on YouTube. I think this as well, right, we did the Crystal Fash episode last time, Um, it was well received, but I think this needs more credit, don't miss out Dog Whistle Crew, that's Dog Whistle Crew, that, quite frankly, went over people's heads, and that's a disgrace, so far be it from me, not to grab my flowers if I'm not getting them, Dog Whistle Crew, man, how we, and I've ruined it by impressing it upon you, but... I don't care. Dog Whistle Crew is absolutely belter. Um, just want to big up some other um outlets. Um, had a good chat with them recently. Um, really nice people. Uh, Green New Deal Media Media. That's gndmedia.co.uk. Um, one of our most recent podcasts is with NASA scientist, Peter Kalmus, on how we can beat climate change in five years. Um, What to say here? This week we sit down with NASA scientist Peter Calmus to discuss how NASA monitors the Earth's climate and how we went from the climate lab to the climate protest. How he went to it in the fight to stop fossil fuels. Can we save the planet in the next five years by ditching fossil fuels? One thing I like about these people is that real and honest. Like they could have, they grown up in the same state. I did. They're just good people. Um, And it, I mean not to say people who didn't grow up in the states aren't. I'd like to make that clear. But um, check out that work. Um, I'll be doing more of that and bigging up other people's work. I mean, we've done it periodically, as you know, but I want to make a point of doing that. All boats rise with the tide. And if we're going to build a proper functioning media that works for us, the people, then we're going to have to lift each other up and not play no competitive games. So I want to be bigging people up even if they're not big us so. up. Simple as that. It doesn't matter to me if like um, that happens. I just want what we've been on about which is a function in media at least um, a new media that's built and supports each other and trust me outside of this work I'm doing that kind of work and um, I'll hope to tell you about it one day oh yes grot bags I will can't help myself I just can't be a pure serious a journalist and that I can't in other jobs, but not this one. Anyway, uh, on the screen, Riley J. Davis. Our planet is dying, and people insist that it's just fine to enjoy the nice, warm weather. On February the fucking 1st, six minutes in, swearing's happening. Riley goes on, but every day that the weather is warm, I worry about the the animals that are out and about, as do I. and not hibernating. The plants that will struggle through the drought, same, we eat them. The rivers that will be low on water, honestly, went to Catalonia last year, it will just drive you batty. It's pure drought central. Um, the river's are exactly below low on water because they got no snow runoff. I don't understand how people aren't waking up, looking outside and having a panic attack about what's to come. Um, the last bit, I'm not having a panic attack about it because I'm preparing. Um, I'm preparing for the summer. Last year, um, I think people in the UK didn't really understand it because there was a, a low pressure front. This year, is that going to happen again? Want to roll the dice? Um, there is hope, and as I've said, I've shared the Green New Deal Media podcast, which I think you should check out with Peter Kalmas who's saying this is how we can fix it in five years. But, what's not going to fix it is working class people pretending that we've got no power. Now, I went back and forth with somebody yesterday, and it's now personal so there's no, no name, name required, and um that person was like admonishing us for saying that the working class, um, I don't want to misrepresent this person. So like basically saying that I'm blaming the working class for their oppression, which is just 1970s socialist fucking theory, basically. And what that did and, and does still in my view is belittle us, put us in our boxes and and like wait for all the big union leaders and all of these to do something. They ain't going to do fuck all. Mick Lynch is going to tell you to vote Labour. Look, at the end of the day, people like that, they're great on the telly, but light on actual substance. Um, dinner. Sorry. Sorry to be that guy again, but Mick isn't the one. So we're going to have to do it ourselves. So panic attacks we can have. Um, and I think sometimes, given the state of the world, that is something that will happen. But also, we are here to empower each other. Um, It's that Buckminster Fuller thing about creating something to replace the old. A paraphrase of his famous quote, but it is. That's literally what we're doing from the ground up, from seed level. And one of the things about the patrons meet up after this, it's about that. It's a private thing. It won't be broadcast and will be talk and and firstly we'll be using it as a space to heal from this. And what I mean by that is it takes a hell of a lot of mental energy to live on planet mental and know the truth. And for me, um having a place where we can just talk openly and freely without people like it heavily in denial is just so important. So if you want to be part of that, patreon.com forward slash cow daily um straight after the show. Right. What else we got? Just one thing I want to mention about Tucker Carlson, which is like sort of adjacent to brand and the likes of here, yeah, Jimmy Doe, parent leftist. Jimmy Dore, by the way, was on a retainer um by some billionaire. And I think you should look up as to what happened. Um, because it's quite a few people hang off his every word. Um, and for me he's compromised. So this is what he tweeted, it was quote tweeted by somebody. Um Jimmy Dore says, why is Tucker Carlson the only corporate news show to allow me to bring on an anti-war message and tell the truth about Ukraine? You're being lied to about Ukraine, blah, blah, blah. Somebody's quote tweeted it, and I think that's a really good breakdown of what it is. At Johnny Socialism says, because Tucker Carlson's father was the longest-serving director of the CIA's Voice of America, and he, following in his footsteps, has been designated as a limited hangout to contain and control dissident sentiment and channel it into a manageable reaction through useful idiots like Russell Brand, like Jimmy Dahl, um, Rogan to a bigger degree, but he was less to the left. And that's the crack. That's all it is. It's just a pipeline. I posted a video on my social media yesterday by Media Matters, and it was talking about something called Power Slap. So anybody watches the UFC... We'll know about Dana White's power slap. They'll also know about Dana White doing, like, really staged walkouts at UFC events with Donald Trump and fucking Kid Rock and shit. Um Whilst the walkout music likes the wrestling American badass plays. And then afterwards, when challenged on it, they're talking about um the fact that it was just, like, oh, it was just a coincidence as we walked out. And then it happened again at another event. Now, what Media Matters video illustrates really well is how power slap is a gateway to the far right and what it means is power slap is on rumble which is the same um thing russell brand's on which is the thing funded by far right billionaire peter thiel um the the top and bottom of it is, there's a load of full-on fascism like um nick fuentes check him out we've spoken about on the show before far right influencer and just Fucking straight up fascist, anti semite. Um, also um, on the media matters video is a clip of Nick Fuentes where he says, "Like Donald Trump should just get in, and when he does, he should never leave." That's <laughs> that is fascism. No more elections, he says. So don't get it twisted. And I was saying this when questioned on it in 2015 on a show. Yes, this is fascism. No, we should not shirk away from it. Why are people shirking away from it? Because in my opinion, one, they don't want to believe it because they don't want to do anything real about it. And and that's a fact. If we look at COVID and we look at climate change and all of this, a lot of this stuff on the left is just utterly performative. Like, we are literally just trying to build a new movement here because, you know, take it however you want, and it's not really good in terms of listenership and, and watchership and all of that, attacking the thing. That would probably watch and like what you're saying, and has done in the past, let's be honest. But that's not what this is about at all. Never has been. What it's about is doing the right fucking thing. And we shall continue to do so, won't we? Yes. So, anyway, at following my body on Twitter, literally everything new we learn about COVID is bad. Excuse me. <clears throat> Every day, our, our people hoping we learn something good that justifies their repeat infections and refusal to mask because it's been four years. You're not going to find evidence. This is just a cold. You want, and if you want any of that evidence, just go to previous episodes. That's not what we're here to do today. One thing I want to show you, which I find incredibly heartening, is this. Um, we've mentioned it before on the show. It's Dr. Ray Duncan, who is a long COVID specialist who works in Newcastle. What's heartening to see is this type of thing is starting to be reported on the BBC. This is um, BBC Scotland. Please check this out. I think there's a lot of hope to be found here. And also I think it illustrates um, a real shift in the discourse because as we've been saying for the last two years and more, that when this touches people, the information that you're about to find out here on mainstream media, then people know. And I think this is like, the fuck around and find out moment where it changes. So have some heart. Also shouts that one good turn on Twitter, doing God's work, literally. Man's a priest.
1: Very real questions are starting to be asked about how we're dealing with COVID now. There is increasing medical and scientific evidence to suggest that long COVID could be far more dangerous than we'd previously realised. It can apparently affect nearly every organ in the body. What's more, it doesn't appear to discriminate. You have as much chance of getting it, whether you're five or 105. Indeed, some medical practitioners now believe the burden of long COVID could soon be measured on a par with the burden of cancer and heart disease for our health services. Well, a little while ago, I spoke to Dr Ray Duncan, a cardiologist at Newcastle NHS, one of the country's most prominent researchers into long COVID. Dr. Ray Duncan, like a lot of people, I I know many folk who through the last month or two have been ill, they've had maybe flu, maybe COVID, they've not been testing, they've shaken it off after a week, or if they're unlucky, two or three, and they've got back on with it. And they just think, well, so what, it's all the same now. Why is that attitude wrong?
2: Hi, Martin. First of all, I'd just like to say thank you very much for having me on the show. Um, It's it's interesting that there appears to be a slight disconnect between what the kind of boots in the ground public perception of COVID is now and what the scientists are finding in the research studies. So obviously, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, we were very concerned about the acute deaths, we've had over 7 million people die globally, we have over 65 million disabled by long COVID. Um, But as you know, in the event of vaccination, and um, and as we have had new and more and more Omicron variants, What we tend to be seeing now is that the acute index infection, the acute infection for many appears to be milder and it appears to feel for many like a bad cold or a bad flu. Um, But but one of the things that the science is showing is that SARS isn't a cold. It's not a cold virus. Um, And if we think of SARS-CoV-2 simply in terms of the acute index infection, what we're doing is we're only really looking at the tip of the iceberg um and the bulk of the iceberg as we know lies under the
0: hello right we're back so as you can see shorter clip there just a couple of minutes because obviously we don't want to like take the whole show up with we get the gist i think there's a hell of a lot of hope to be had there that is a uh, presenter shutting up and letting the qualified person who's across this issue because there's many qualified people who just aren't letting the qualified person speak bloody hell is journalism breaking out the bbc now it is bbc scotland so scottish people tell us if this is um like something that happens more in scotland or what but like i'm happy to say it um the whole piece um there's clips online as well you can find which is like 10 11 minutes long Obviously, we weren't going to play that in the show, but you get the flavour. Hope Springs Eternal. Um, just say hello to some of the people popping up. Paul Elliott, nice to see you, pal. Duncan's in. E, right back at you, pal. Andrea's in, nice to see you. And what she's saying is this. Mick has really let me down with that stance. Tell us about it. It's just more and obviously everybody likes Mick. So once again, what we're gonna what we're gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Somebody called ARP News is how you hide StreamYard logo. ARP News, what you have to do, right, is you have to get a subscription to StreamYard, and then you get the option to remove the logo. They keep the logo on because that's advertising for them if you use the free package. Hope that helps, my friend. I've never seen you pop up before. Nice to see you. Um, right, what else we got? Jacqueline Hemmons is in. Nice to see you, mate. Um, Hi, everyone. I gather from the chat we're talking about the Enough is Enough campaign. Mentioned it, yeah. Absolutely an utter dog shit. Michael Dines, what a great man. Nice to see you. All the best. Right, have I missed anybody? Carlos is in. Nice to see you, man. What's Carlos saying? What the BBC need to do to be taken seriously is not to report this just once. However, to keep reporting this, this is when... We see they're taking us seriously, definitely. And that's where we can put the pressure on. So let's do that. Glasgow, I've given with the inside on BBC Scotland, is still sadly very biased. That said, when it comes to health, things are usually good. It's great to hear. That is very good to hear indeed. Reet, what we've got next for you is just one I think I want to show you. The Vert Lotnik, which is great satire. Um, go to their page on Twitter. Um, on the left, a school. COVID is over. Or, or further on from that, a workplace. COVID is over. COVID is not over. Um, Tour de France last year, they were still masking. World Economic Forum. That absolutely co- no COVID is not over. They know this. They absolutely know this. This this year, this month, once again, um, HEPA LF filtration, every room. And if you want to look at some footage, in Switzerland in January. Um, people with their overcoats being interviewed outside. I wonder why. But really, I'm bigging up the Bert Lartnick here. Class that I go see it. Just a quote to read out. There are two ways to be fooled. One is to believe what isn't true. The other is to refuse to believe what is true. Soren Kierkegaard, check them out. Right, this is one of the things um, <clears throat> which is an illustrative of where we're actually at here. And this is from the Reddit, Newcastle Tyne. So, Reddit. Um, viral illness going round. Has anyone else been knocked for six by this viral illness going round? Daughter and wife are both done in and spiking a really high temp. Feel like we've been hit by a bus and just can't be bothered with themselves. The wife reckons is worse than COVID. Just wonder if anyone else has been hit by it. Right. I keep bringing these things up now because we've got to do repetition. It's our get Brexit done. Multiple infections, especially close together, of COVID, damage your immune system. So what point of the pandemic we're at now? is the people who um maybe didn't get vaccinated on on the boosters or just straight up blanked it and just went running headlong into a cellar bar um if they're on like four five six or more infections um your body's not getting a chance to heal um and rebound from. We don't know exactly yet whether your immune system will ever get back to how it was. So the game is, is to dodge this until um the Green Air campaign wins, and it will win, and I'll tell you more about why it's gonna win in the patrons forum after this because one of the things for me about that is I want to share, as I have been like um in the written word, what successes we have, but also at the same time, don't want to announce them publicly because ideas can die on the vine, so hang a boot for that. read what else we got Jacqueline is saying. If it presents as a mild cold or flu, then the person in fact it might not think the test for COVID. True, and some of them are. Um, but what people don't understand, like on mass, I feel, is it's a vascular disease. The respiratory stuff at the front ends not even any many half of it. Even though my some it's like absolutely terrible. It's what it does to the body on an ongoing basis. And again, it's fucking repeat infections. I'm speaking as somebody who knows. You know, I went through this early in the pandemic. If you just join in the day, so you know, and it was before vaccines too. So get to fuck with that. Like I'm sick of hearing it off people. Anyway, Do ah, do. Oh, so I is saying just on a tangent. What happened to the paint behind you? I didn't slash it. Um, you know when you in the you pack it in the car and it's on top of the stuff in the boot. There was the um boot divider for the the dogs got stuck in it, and I went to pull it out like that, and just pulled it like that. We're going to fix it eventually, but um, probably be at a later date. (laughs) Paint over it, to stitch it up, that kind of thing. One of them, isn't it? Joanne's saying, my default when I hear about somebody is ill, is COVID. That's my first thought always. I was talking about this with my partner yesterday, and I think we should be careful. And the reason being is, it's like, you know, people who are, like, full-core anti-vax, like, straight away, it's like, oh, it's the vaccine, it's turbo-cancer, or whatever, and we don't know. We, what we do know is, and I think we should be um, really on this, like, as a group, is that, like, I think it delegitimizes us to, to all, like, immediately just go, it's COVID, it's COVID, it's COVID, like, other illnesses do exist. I think More accurately, we should be saying things like it could be historical damage to the immune system possibly caused by COVID because until people get biomarker tests, we don't know for sure. And One of the things that should separate us from everybody else, um, well, not everybody, but definitely um, the ops is evidence because as I said earlier in the show, you will not find evidence that COVID is just a cold. There's none. It won't happen. Yeah. Repetition is important. The get Brexit done sloganeering of this is important. So, repeat infections damage the immune system and could possibly have led to what's happening to people. And as I say, that Newcastle upon Tyne subreddit is just one of things everywhere mums, net, all of that. People going, What could this possibly be? Um, And I'm just trying to like practice empathy there because I'm, I'm done being like up a height about stuff. Right, just shifting gears slightly, something I want to mention. You might have heard of Professor David Miller. Um, So he's won his landmark judgment. The Employment Tribunal has found that University of Bristol wrongfully dismissed Professor David Miller and discriminated against him because of his anti-Zionist beliefs. Um, In David's statement, he said it's not just a victory for him, it's a victory because anti-Zionist beliefs are now enshrined in law. This is a precedent. So it's um, obviously people have been dancing around this stuff for quite a while. So a great victory. Um, no, I'll not say the next bit, but no, we won't do that. Anyway, sympathy is easy because it comes from a position of power. Empathy is looking someone else in the eye and realizing that you could be them and all that separates you is luck. And that's what we're talking about, about, um, what happened to David Miller, what's going on with COVID people getting touched by climate change. Look, the wars in Africa, and a lot of them are around resources and scarcity and drought. So people are like, oh, when all that comes? But people of color, predominantly, it's already here. And we're seeing that in Europe um, in terms of people, refugees who are just leaving. And yes, it is for an economic reason, but you would too if you couldn't grow any fucking crops or feed yourself or your family. So people do that because it's actually um, the danger of it all is better. Now, if we want to look at like um, the way refugees are presented, um, there's not a massive like mainstream like look at people like France, Francis Garnu from Cameroon who crossed the desert so many times, got to Europe, lived homeless on the streets in Paris, and then nearly beat Tyson Fury and also became the UFC heavyweight champion. Those are the stories that want amplifying like, but they're not being. Wonder why. I wonder. However, shouts to the fellowship of the memes. <laughs> it's Bela Lugosi's vampire with Nicholas Witchell makes his way to the newsroom. Why is this? King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. And this is what we're talking about. Like straight away, I was like, he's had COVID twice. This is... But also at the same time, he's in his 70s. So we must caution this because, you know, yes, is there evidence which shows that COVID, especially repeat infections down the line, will bring forward end-of-life illness and disease? Of course, very solid evidence. There's also solid evidence that people in their 70s can get COVID. But if somebody from birth has had literally the leading edge of medical treatment and this is happening, then that's a question we should you know, talk about in good faith and openly, has COVID had an impact whilst balancing it with the fact he's an old man? Um, that's really fucking important. Also, what's really important is he's the fucking king. Take the piss. Will this let us outlast Charles Windsor? Hashtags not our king. Get well soon. We'll find out. Also, the media have lost their mind. The Independent live view of Buckingham Palace after Charles's cancer diagnosis announced. Somebody quite early has put, why are you staring at a building? They've literally got a webcam on Buckingham Palace. What do they think he's going to do? Like, abseil off the fucker for, like, fucking coping with cancer or something. Um, also want to big up um, my favourite rapper and also your favourite rapper's favourite rapper. That's Sage Francis. Um, Master Cleanse um, is... Illustrative of the Palestinian struggle and will teach you a lot in one rap tune so go to sagefrancis.bandcamp.com check out master cleanse with old boy rhyme sage francis rituals of mine and alexander brown also sage has just done a really good interview with the palestine chronicle and i want to big him up because um artists have been stepped on for doing the right thing and um Sage is one of your own. Strangely enough, um, people who have been around a well while will know I booked Sage Francis with a collective of other people um, for his first gig and only gig in Newcastle. Actually, what a banger gig that was. Go to com for Jimmy Budd's review of it if you want. Also, uh, Care Island got in touch. He says, hi, this is the link for the last organized aid to Gaza. Please share. All monies go directly to Gaza to places that the free aid isn't reaching. Her teams on the ground buy food and warm clothes and distribute that to those who need them. So um, I shall post the link. We are feeding children in Gaza. Help us feed more. If you want to search for it on GoFundMe, Me, shouts to Kay for letting us know. Climate Emergency at Code Red Earth says there's a cat looking a bit like Garfield with its face stuck in a box facing the wall of the box. Friends and family, when you bring up the hashtag Climate Emergency, I feel your pain. I do. I honestly think though this summer is going to be pivotal, and I'm just saying to you, as people in the know, man, just switch on. Just take some, takes like look at look at the Facebook page. Actually, I posted a thread the other day, which was um, without using electricity, what ways would you use to keep cool this summer? And there's some great, great advice in there. So please. I'm not begging you because I'm not a beg, but please, if you value your own health and you want to stay on top of it and not damage your body further, because look at it this way, right? If the immune system's already damaged with the virus that's kicking a boot, then what we need to be doing is is taking all precautions to do 1% gains, the Kaizen approach to amplify our health, which is what I'm doing. You know, I'm dodging COVID, HEPA filtering everywhere. And masking up. Also, it's 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 you know a form of praxis. If we're strong about walking around masking up, like people are not staring at us that much anymore because they're getting the hackies immediately. Not great, but they need to stop fucking with, but don't So it's the only way. Um on that, please, please, you know, let's look after each other and ourselves as a community. here. it's important we're prep. Um just to like highlight this um many of you will know uh, ultrasonic from the old rave days massive in the north in scotland especially also charted with a different alias public domain that's um maloka lee uh the mc you know, the know one in the white hat from ultrasonic sadly he has died from cancer at 51 he revealed his di- diagnosis a few weeks ago had been ill for a long time um for those of us who grew up in the rave scene um every one of us would have heard ultrasonic's work of a certain age i mean i'm in my mid mid 40s well no actually i'm in my late 40s now Jeez, poor lad and like as you can see his family there um without that dar now and um also it's one of those nostalgia things and it really makes us sit up and take notice um i remember flying around in Billy Wilson's Ford Fiesta when we were 17 with literally a f- massive speaker from a, a sound system that he had in the boot, banging out, ultrasonic Sonic and all kinds of other stuff, bass generator, cassettes, that kind of thing, torturing the people of Gateshead with a mobile sound system. <laughs> <laughs> but that was how intimate we were. So it like absolutely like, Saddens us that somebody like this has gone all too early. And look, as I said earlier, and I've seen this from anti-vax people online, just shut up about fucking the vaccine and turbo cancer and all this shit. Just give people a space to fucking grieve, right? That's all. And that goes for people... Like us as well, who may be thinking, oh COVID, COVID, you know, he's been just honestly, there's a time and a place, but leave it. Rest in peace, Malokali. From what I've heard and from mutual people who know him, I never met him. Um great kid, lovely lad, just a great human being, was always trying to be happy and also help other people get on in the scene. So it's a sad thing. So, um, God bless his family and everybody who knew him. So that's been cow daily. Please do stick around for the, um, patrons drop in. What's going to happen is I'm going to just kind of stick the kettle on. I'm going to post the link in the patrons group. Um, the app, the forum, you know, the one and that's at patreon.com forward slash cow daily. Also, um, my partners went out to buy us a new pillow cause me next trucked so now my dogs are barking downstairs and um one of them's got real separation anxiety you might be able to hear him so i'm going to bring him up the little one with the three legs dj um so stick around i'll post the link in patreon.com forward slash cow daily thanks for everybody's support after a mid hiatus as well appreciate how well received the crystal fast show was go listen to it links in description read chaps so i'm going to go and sort these dogs out and give them a bit of a bollock and get the kettle on uh patrons let us know if you're if you're coming as well, and I shall be there. Imagine if I turned up and you just aired us off. It'd be magic, that wouldn't it? Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. But now let's have a brew together and a bit crack, man. That's the way. See you in a bit. Hello.